Faith in the Fresh Vibe podcast. This is the final part of a three-part series in season six, which is a season on deconstruction. My guest is Drew Brown, singer-songwriter. Find him in the show notes. This one I didn't split up into two, so it's a longer one-hour episode that concludes our conversation. We ask, what do you keep, what do you trash, and what do you claim when it comes to deconstruction? Enjoy. We uh, include here Drew Brown on this contest of revealing all the pieces of deconstruction. (laughs) We entered this exercise in an attempt to figure out what does deconstruction look like, but pull in the voices from the margins. Yeah. This is the space... I don't know. It, it wasn't always like this, but you know, now that it's starting to get hot again, you've heard us complain about this. It's dominated by white voices. Um, some folks have done great work, but when it comes to the work of deconstruction, the argument is white folks can only take you so far. Mm. Not, not a knock to my white homies. Not a knock. There's three pieces of deconstruction, three pieces of dealing with white supremacy, and you're either one of the three. I don't know if this is a hard rule. You can either dismantle, you can either decolonize out of, Mm -hmm. or you can reclaim. And white folks, all y'all can do is dismantle, because you can't escape the clutches of whiteness. And no matter how hard you try whiteness will always afford you privilege so you can't right. decolonize out of something that you are always afforded right. but you can use that power to dismantle so i suppose black and other people of color can dismantle too when you have a little piece little glimpse of power you know what i'm saying i know what you're saying baby we can decolonize away from the powers and principalities that are white supremacy and whiteness. But then you need something to go back to. Right. That could be a, a reclamation of, of ethnic identity, must, must include that. Uh, but also, I think, because where we are situated on this land, it is a reclamation or a return, a, a decolonizing unto indigenous perspectives, indigenous ways of being and indigenous spirituality. Which the third one is just that reclamation. Indigenous peoples do not decolonize out of anything. They right. reclaim what once right. was or what is. Where are we going to go in this last episode here? We're going to shimmy and shake our way through the question of deconstruction. We're going to do a rapid fire where we're going to throw out a couple of uh, three. What we, what we keep what we trash, and what we reclaim. I love that. And, and we'll just toss it out, and, and then you'll hit it, give us all the gems, and then, and then I'll try to follow up and all the answers. People will be writing books, having yeah, speeches yeah. about what we... No, they won't. Yeah, they will. Maybe. <laughs> How many dub awards do you think they give out in the spoken word continent? All in of the them. Podcast? All of them. <laughs> Every single matter, one we'll make one. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. Best rock album. What? What? <laughs> I remember that story. Hey, look You're it right? up. Yeah. Season two of season two or three? <laughs> I can't remember now. Look it yeah. up. The the earlier yeah. episodes with Drew Brown from a couple seasons ago. He tells that story. <laughs> oh man, greasy man. <laughs> Are you still waiting for that check, man? I am, baby. Come on now. We also no, want to talk about what is healthy and unhealthy deconstruction look like. I remember yeah. my first church plant, for some reason, <laughs> maybe it was me, for some reason we attracted a lot of people who were still dealing with their hurts of old church experiences, oh, and they yeah. brought their hurts into my church plant, yes. and it was just a place where with a bunch of hurt people. 
which is very different than where it is now with people actively deconstructing. They're in a better place, asking tough questions, hmm. but they're not kind of spewing all their unhealth onto everyone. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> I don't know if that's very pastoral of me to say. Whatever. No, it's good, man. You know what I'm talking about? You know that kind of yeah, ethos totally, in community? Yes. Like, have you been in spaces like yes. that? Yeah, yeah. I, I, oh, man. I've, I've seen that before where there's a group of people who are, you know, deconstructing and going through, you know, sort of working through their church trauma. Wouldn't even name and, it as deconstruction. Right. Yeah, that's right. You know, they're just going through their trauma. And as they go through their trauma, that's they actually word. traumatize other people. <laughs> mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like just keeps on, you know, it's like, it's like. So there are healthy and unhealthy ways to roll through deconstruction, I think. Right. I think that we need to engage these questions because ultimately, when we pull back the layers, when we consider why we deconstruct, I think it has to do with belonging. Mm. In that something is preventing us from true belonging and something is detracting from us living out the fullness of who God has made us to be. And we, when we figure out that there's something incongruent or obstacles in the way of whatever journey we're on in life, that alerts us that something ain't right. And the alert or the catalyst, I think, is a realization we don't belong. Hmm. Some peace. Could be the whole thing, but some peace. We don't belong here. Have you had that sense before crisscrossing communities? Like when it came down, if if you did the introspective work that you realize, oh, like this is a question of fundamental belonging for me. Yeah. 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 I unfortunately have always kind of felt like an outsider in in church spaces and church contexts. And pretty much every church space I've ever been in, um, with the exception of maybe one, um, and all through my life, I've always felt like an outsider, always felt like I've um, been on the fringes, even though like there was no reason to label myself that way externally, generally speaking, mm-hmm. <laughs> except for, you know, white church, I guess. But... Um, and it wasn't just because, you know, I'm an artist and I, you know, I'm so special. I'm so different. It wasn't like that mm. um, because I was surrounded by other artists who were mm. better than me, you know, mm. or worse than me, whatever the case might be. You know, so it wasn't that. Um, it was something was like, there was something internally that I was like, I don't fit in or I don't agree or I don't. And not that I had reasons to. Like, I remember being a kid and thinking like, mission trips just don't feel right to me. It feels mm. like. Mm. An invasion of some kind, like, but, I, but I didn't have the language or the verbiage or yeah. even the reasoning really to you know to, to think that way. But for some reason, it felt weird and weird. And that's so, word, yeah. Yeah. right. And so, so I was always kind of like, no, I'm good. No, I'm I'm good. I'm not gonna you know partake in that or you know I'm not gonna raise funds for that. I just felt weird to me. Um, so I was always feeling like an outsider, especially obviously when I went through my deconstructing and. Uh, and try to sort of still go to church in that space, even more so because I was, you know, the heathen. Or that's the way I labeled myself. I'm the heathen. I believe in, you know, justice. Oh my gosh! Don't use that word. I'm justice. Sorry. I'm sorry. Next, it's going to be critical race theory. No. Heaven forbid. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Do you know how many people critical race theory <laughs> kills every year? <laughs> Too many to count, brother. Too many to count. Dumb. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> was this predominantly a an issue of race? Um, in some places, yeah, but. but Overall, generally, no. It was definitely deeper than that. Like even in, even black church, I felt like I didn't quite fit in. And I mean, that there was a bunch of different reasons there because I, you know, I was I was too white for black church because I listened to rock music at that time. Important time that was sort of not the norm. Where now you find like many people of color listen to everything. I, mean, I have friends who listen to the classical jazz, yeah, whatever, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But back back in the day, if you were a teenager, <laughs> you weren't listening to Pearl Jam. 
Like you're listening. You so know what I mean? In the nineties, you couldn't listen to. Well, when were you a teenager? In the in the yeah, in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, in the nineties, yeah, yeah, you couldn't yeah, listen yeah. to Pearl Jam. <laughs> no, no, Man. no, 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 no. It was like it was like Jodeci and R. Kelly. <laughs> yeah, one twelve. Uh, well, yeah, 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 yeah. And that was it, Casey right? And JoJo. Right, exactly. That's I mean, it. all the hits, but still, mm-hmm. Pearl Jam is. <laughs> Yeah, it was a bigger deal too back then. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Is, I guess. Yeah, where is I listen to. Where is one twelve? What's going on? And I listen to everything. Like I was like, I was a big jazz head in high school. I loved, you know, loved rock, loved hip hop. This is the new hip hop that was coming up. Yeah, rest of development and just things that had you know a bit more, a bit more headspace like Public Enemy. Um, loved that stuff, but also loved, you know, my rock. Also loved my jazz. Also. So that was, I was sort of like, not, not that I wasn't cool, but I was kind of like, you, you do what? You listen to what? Mm. Oh, that's weird. But even that wasn't as much of a priority to me, because it's music. Who freaking yeah. cares? Yeah, but it was still a, a factor in othering right. you? Right. Mm. Right. So you had all these other things, and then you have like, you know, the fact that I'm a huge music nerd, that like, what are you listening to that for? Whiteboard music. We created rock and roll, man. Sorry. No, get it out. <laughs> it's like therapy today. It's been therapy every podcast. <laughs> well, the free kind, so not very good therapy. <laughs> so a lot of it has to do with... <laughs> You're laughing like uh, you rely on all oh, the not very good kind. <laughs> so many of us do, eh? <laughs> it's like social media has become not very good therapy. Yeah, ain't that the truth? Oh my god, ain't that the truth? <laughs> Isn't that a country song? Anyway, <laughs> so a lot of it had to do, like I harp on race and ethnicity quite a bit, but when when I hear your story on belonging, this is a lot to do with ideas and and. Uh, artistic expression uh, and theological opinions. Yeah, these are things yeah, that think, were separating you. Yeah, yeah, which is which is weird. Um, it's strange. It's yeah, like uh, yeah, I just I, like imagine being in a in a in a, in a Pentecostal. No, no, nay, charismatic nay. service. Yeah, low, <laughs> low. Alas. charismatic. Um, and you know, like everybody's, you know, raising their hands and speaking tongues and I'm kind of like, oh, cool. I'm good here. Hands down <laughs> on my side, you know, yeah. not doing anything. Just weird is the word. Yeah. Did you feel Did, weird? Totally. Yeah. Especially if I'm the person like leading the, the music at that time and everybody's going crazy. I'm like, do, 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 And it's not because I didn't believe that because I wasn't, you know, even I was, I was still caught up in the moment, yeah. but my version of being caught up would look totally different mm, than mm. everybody else. We've talked about the theological things in the last episode about what othered or what puts you on the outskirts of community. Let's stick right. with that weird piece though, because I mm. think that's something that those who are embarking or in or don't even know yet, but you come in, to deconstruction, it's the weird yeah. moment right. that was that initial catalyst, that yeah. alert to yeah. something ain't right. Right. <laughs> Usually weird is attributed to uh, racist things <laughs> for me as I look back. <laughs> well, the examples of not like, like overt to like, well, sometimes overt. But these are, are moments where it was like, I, I can't make sense of this entirely. I didn't have all the language of why this was weird. But you know, it's just weird. It's just like, weird. Just, I, it. I'm sure just like every woman in the church can be like smashing up against patriarchy. Oh, man. Should use different language. Confronting patriarchy. Uh, I like smash, but yeah, keep going. That something has left you feeling weird. Right. Weird and less than. Oh, gosh. There it is. There it is. If you're embarking on this journey of deconstruction and you're wondering, do I fit any more? One of the things I want to yell out to people who have confronted the things that have 
attempted to make them less whole and decided the only option is to walk away from it all is to yell out, you don't have to do that. Well, maybe you do. Maybe you do have to escape, but there are options. I want to scream out, there are options here. There's something worth reclaiming because if we talk about people who have been pushed to the margins because of something you believe, because you like the rock and or roll, that Christianity encounters you in that place because Jesus is a incarnate being who was that marginalized being. That body was marginalized on the margins. That Christian faith for the first 300 years till it married in with Rome, that's a marginalized community. Colonized under the thumb of the emperor. All those things. We have more in common on the margins with Christianity than everything that comes out of the center or through whatever inherited cultural power place the church tries to speak from today. Any church, man. Yeah, that's it. I want to give you three pieces here. And and now we, we've entered the rapid fire. Oh, geez, I'm ready. Okay, let me, hold on. Let me just change my position here and get ready. I want to ask you for, in the place that you're at now, when it comes to deconstruction, okay, here are the three categories. Okay. Interacting. We're going to primarily interact with Christianity. I know sure. deconstruction can be into other institutions. But when it comes to Christianity and the work of deconstruction, Drew Brown, yes. what would you give up? So what would you trash? What would you keep? And then what would you reclaim? You know, like iterate make new drew brown what would you do you want to start with trash what would you trash everything <laughs> okay no we can't do that i'm no, gonna put the canned laughter there as well yeah. <laughs> that's right i think um uh i mean this is this is the lame the lame answer but i have to give it i'll give everything that's not christ-like so i'll get rid of patriarchy and racism and sexism and the list goes down i know it's kind of like the the duh obviously drew so but that would be the first thing to go <laughs> um again that's obvious the second thing to go which is um a little less obvious is to have the one person being the the lead okay leadership um, yeah 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 so that uh the idea that I guess for me, like I'm, I'm, and this is comes from my own story. I'm heavily triggered by like the the, the mega pastor or the the the, the, the CEO, kind of, yeah. right? Yeah. That kind of you know, I mean, like, leadership. Summit. I mean, right? And I have no problem with like you know, someone needs to sort of like you know, like call like the shot when it needs to happen. Sure, someone needs to be a shot caller. Great, but for me, I love when churches can lead in community somehow. Hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. Where it's not just the main guy, but it's the main guy with a bunch of other people around that person. Yeah, I mean, all county might fall on him, sure, or her, whatever. But but they're not leading alone. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, and there's there's tons of churches who are doing that kind of thing where it's like a shared leadership model. That's great. That feels healthier to me. Mm-hmm. I could be totally mm-hmm. wrong. Mm-hmm. I could be totally wrong, but that feels healthier. Um, mm-hmm. you can get yeah, unhealthy I, versions of that, but uh, but flattening yeah, that leadership totally. Yes, yeah. yeah, I think so. I like that one. Yeah. Going back to your first one, uh, would you say Christ Christ like anything that's not Christ like? Yeah, who's Christ? But so Christ to me would be the embodiment of uh, wow, uh, hope, love, justice, peace. Um. Uh, goodness, mercy, grace, all these traits and attributes that we want to kind of be, we want to own ourselves. We kind of want to like, we want to wear that shirt. You know, we want to put the, we want to wear that. We want to be that. Um, at least I do. That's what keeps me around in Christian circles. Um, otherwise than that, I'm out. Like, mm-hmm. Why bother? 
Um, mm -hmm. But like that for me and being someone who represents, sorry, not represents, but embodies that, mm -hmm. that's what keeps me around. Because I want to be that person. I'm not that person. And so mm -hmm. when, I'm, when I say get rid of everything, it's not, I don't mean get rid of me. <laughs> but like, let's be super intentional as, as flawed people to kind of get rid of that as, you know, to sort of, you know, mm -hmm. if we see that fire, douse it out. I think that needs, I, I would love to see a church that does that because I haven't seen physically with my own eyes a church that is intentionally trying to kill the beast of self mm. and of, of 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 money and greed i should say not money greed and um and also like race and patriarchy and all that stuff the stuff that's just like oh my god racism in church is insane yeah so someone would 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 shoot back i think maybe 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 and they I'm would sure, say sure. that why does that have to be a Christian community? It does because we're, we're, it doesn't. But we're just, you mentioned at the beginning of this conversation that we are talking about the Christian context. Mm. Worth so reclaiming. That's on you. Uh, uh, <laughs> Sorry. Let me go off the. Uh, no, you're right. Let me <laughs> let me come from the side and and ask. Um, okay. Have you experienced that level? Uh, like I, I'm curious. I'm genuinely curious that level of community in pursuit of uh, the things that you spoke of hope um, love justice uh, caring for the poor and so forth like that outside of Christian community oh definitely yes mm. my atheist friends are the most Christian friends I know I'm not even kidding by the way that I think speaks to how how much the church doesn't have the monopoly on these things so then what makes Christianity unique uh, I think it's it's um, uh, so some of its practices and rituals I think are very unique not I mean verbiage wise anyway I mean prayer isn't unique to Christianity alone singing together isn't necessarily unique to what we do um, or to what other practices do um, but there is something about like the gathering the communion piece um, that I think I could be wrong, but I think those things feel unique to Christianity. And you sort of alluded to this before. Those are your convictions. Yeah. I like the Jesus piece. I think that's the unique piece. What else is right. there? What else is there, dude? Yeah. Rapid fire. What are you going to trash? So you said everything. You said leadership. That's a good one. Um, that's a very short list, unless you tried to encompass everything in the Halloween bag there. Well, you know, I mean, it's rapid fire. We got to keep moving. Any other trash? Um, about 90% of the music. So there's, <laughs> hang on, there's 10% worth saving then? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. totally. Yeah, all totally. right, all right, all right. Hey, you know, maybe it's less. Maybe it's only three or four percent when you actually think about the entire like discography of 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 the Christian musical art. So, that, good point. But let's just say, just for the sake of this conversation, yeah, it's a ninety ten kind of yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> keep it coming. All right. All right. Is your list exhaust exhausted? Um, it, I'm sure there's more, but my brain is not functioning as quick as it normally does. You, right you hit up like the main primary elements of like 90% of contemporary churches and what they do on Sunday and how they are mm -hmm. situated. There we go. Okay. Switching it up. What yep. would you keep? What would I keep? I, I, again, I really, really connect to, um, the ritual and practice of communion. I love that so much. Mm. I really do. I really do. And I didn't when I was a kid. I didn't quite get it. Because I think when I was a kid, it was so focused on um, Christ's death. Mm -hmm. right? And that's, that's, that's all it was. And now it's, man, so much bigger and brighter now. It's more than just the death of, of a good person. Now it's like there's a celebration involved. There mm -hmm. is um, a sense of, um, um, not, I don't want to say recommitting. That sounds really evangelical. But like, Sense of kind of like um, I used to work in an Anglican church, and I remember I was talking to this amazing woman, and she was we we're talking communion, and uh, there's one particular Sunday we didn't take communion together, 
and she simply said, oh, I missed her in communion. I was like, oh, like what? what's your reasoning? She's like, it feels like a reset. Like I can come to mm. Jesus and say, okay, I was a, sh- can I swear? Uh, I think so. Okay. I was, I, was, I, was, I was a crappy person this week. And you know what? I need to make amends in a lot of places. But now I can come to you and do like this really cool spiritual reset with you, Jesus. I'm sorry. You're awesome. Help me to do better. Mm. And I was like, what? That's awesome. <laughs> what a cool practice. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like, it's like it's putting the confession and communion together and saying, hey, you know what? Man, I'm a fool. <laughs> Oops. All right, so I'm going to take these elements, and and hopefully, as I celebrate your amazing gift to us, mm. you can help me be a better human, be mm-hmm. make me better, more like you, more like you, Jesus. Mm. I'm like, yeah, that's. And so I've adopted that myself. Yeah. Like, yeah, man, I suck. Help me, Jesus. Not, I don't, you know. Anyway, you don't um, suck. So, yeah, yeah, I don't. I shouldn't said that, but you know what I'm saying. Um, so I love communion. I love. You're gonna laugh at this. But I love singing together. Mm, I wouldn't laugh at that. Like, that is, even when I do, like, my bar gigs and stuff, mm. I always try to find the songs, not that people just would dance to, cause that, and that's important, trust me, and not just songs that people want to drink to, because that's also important. <laughs> trust me. But I want them to sing along. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want them to get on their chairs and just mm. yell the songs out because that's where the magic happens. Mm, magic, and yeah. I, you know what I mean. I feel the same way when when you're when 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 people are actually engaged in song together, celebrating together through song. That, I mean, in the church I'm at, that doesn't happen at all. But I mean, it, when it does happen in other spaces and places, magic. I'm in. Oh man, it's yeah. magic. Yeah, it's beautiful. No, I get that. I mean, as much as someone who has deconstructed all the way to the other end of not doing any music at all. Yeah. Yeah. The power of everybody singing together, drowning each other out is so rare. Yes. Uh, Maybe because we're just not Pentecostal enough, but it's so (laughs) rare. But when it happens, you know, and it's magic. That's right. Okay. Communion you keep. Yeah. We roll in. What else yeah. do you keep? Um, I can't believe I'm saying this. There was a long time where I didn't believe that church should happen at all. I was like, yeah, screw it. Let's just do something else. Service, you mean? I'm sorry. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Service. Yeah. Um, now, especially after the pandemic, hmm. I guess we're still in it officially, but you know what I mean? Like after lockdown, I'm like, wow, yeah, there is something important and special about gathering. Mm. Um, I can't believe I'm saying this. So I think for me, the gathering piece is huge. I don't think it needs to happen every week. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) And there's the deconstruction part. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? I don't think I'm going to do that. But I think there is something special about saying, hey, 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 crew, we're getting together this time. We're going to do something and it's going to be great. Let's just hang out. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, and I suck at that. <laughs> are you are you more of an intro, introvert or extrovert? I'm a huge introvert, dude. Huge, huge introvert. Yeah, yeah. So you were living both your best life, but also at the same time, even introverts during this pandemic chaos, yearn for connection. That's we right. all yearn for connection. We do. That's a good keep, man. You got anything else? Any other keeps? Um, in terms of rapid fire, that's all I can think of right now. Bang bang. Yeah, okay, yeah. reclaim. So things that were kind of good, but worth iterating, reinventing, bringing back to life. Ooh. What are the pieces that you might reclaim? Hmm. Okay, rapid fire. Uh, we don't throw it all away, right? So. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think there was, oh man, I'm going to be that guy. There was a time when the church was actually like the hub for creative arts. Hmm. And we, we lost that. We lost that completely. In my opinion, we've lost that. Some people would say, no, we're so creative. Look at our music. I think. I don't know if someone could say that with a straight face. So we, we use the contemporary North American art, contemporary right, church right. in the West. We'll I'm say. sorry. Yes. Thank you for that. Yes. There's amazing, beautiful things happening everywhere around the world, except for the state. No, 
Well, no, that's okay. designed too. It's like Protestants, why they just build, or evangelicals in particular, why you just build a blank box in the suburbs or in a farmer's field and right. me throw up a wooden cross. Maybe that's kind of like the Baptist feels. And that's it. That's your design. Nothing beautiful. Right. Box. No. Box. You might, be, you might as well have service in a gigantic fridge box. That's right. That's exactly right. I, I, I long for that to be true of us, that we can be people who not just are creative, but actually can leverage our creativity mm. for, for connection or reconnection, for spiritual growth, for change. Yeah, I yeah. long for that. New expressions that other people oh can my connect God. into. You think everyone just yes. connects in by sitting on their butts to listen oh, to right? someone talk for 30, 45 minutes? This is it, man. Yeah, I'm out. No, thank you. The other thing is, um, yeah, the church used to be the hub for, for you know, creativity, sure. Um, but also it used to be the hub for the community itself. Parish, like, yeah. It used to be the, do you know what I'm saying? Some, pla- some places are, are kind of like that still. Yes, you're right. The odd uh, um, inner city parish. Right. The odd one. Love. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right? Man, imagine every church being like that, mm-hmm. being the neighborhood parish. My God. I think we could do so much more good stuff if we, um, who are in leadership, can actually like move our churches into that kind of like mindset. Oh, man, just imagine that. Which is a shift. So we're not just here. It is. It's a huge shift. From uh, gra- Grandma's Church. But Grandma's Church was like that in a way, but it operated in a manner, in a posture of a church that inherited cultural privilege and say in the day-to-day right. lives of the people in the neighborhood versus right. a church just postured as a beacon because of the work that they're doing with community for community. Oh, that's very different. On, baby. Yeah, that's it. So yeah, I think... Again, like off the top of my head, you know, just thinking out loud, those are the two main things mm. that I would love to sort of reclaim. Okay, you do me. All right. Well, let's, let's start from the from from the bottom end. Start with reclaim. <laughs> what do we reclaim? Beautiful tales. I think um, our reclamation has to do, and and I will echo you, and that oh, I'm going to be that guy. Uh, a reclamation of the early church. And, and I hear that so many times from, from church leaders or theologians or so forth. But to reclaim the ethic of the Jesus way, so the Matthew yeah. 5 Beatitudes, Sermon on the Mount, there's a yes. clear ethic. You know, yes. Yes. To reclaim what that marginalized church, and not in terms of white churches today might think that they're being marginalized because they have lost their inherited privilege. So that's being, no, 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 no. You just haven't iterated. You've been pushed to the margins, but you're not being marginalized. We're talking about a marginalized church, the people being marginalized, a a, a Christ, a Jesus who has been marginalized, uh, filtered through the lens of black Jesus, not so much that was Jesus black, but the experience of, of, of the black body being oppressed systemically, being colonized. It's the church that rises up in that context and reclaims and subverts oh, yeah. the world around it that is standing as the critique to empire rather than in bed with it. I want to reclaim that church I do so poorly and pursue so poorly for sure, but there is so much power in the identity, the DNA of that early church, that it is worth reclaiming. Mm-hmm. Uh, within that, I think, is the Jesus piece to to reclaim a Jesus who stood with the marginalized for the poor, the widows, the lame, the lepers, the one who extended the table yeah. by automatically invited all the prestigious people that come on down but at the same table the first invites were given to those who were on the margins as well like this is a radical faith that we're supposed to be engaging in we need to reclaim the radical nature of it so that's that's the idea of reclaim i i think there's also a reclamation somewhere in um this isn't directly tied although could be wrapped some way Hmm. 
thing with something that we mentioned at the top, which is a reclamation of a process of decolonization, but uh, indigenous spirituality. Oh my God! And a call yes. into um, a reclamation of of land based te- teachings. Oh yeah! To try to give us something more than our supremely individualistic and capitalistic social yes. yeah yeah context and formation. Yes. Oh, dude. Yes. All the yes. I think the uh, I that's two. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Oh man. That's really good. Okay. Um, uh, keep. What would you keep? I think I'm like you in that the church still needs to gather. And okay. and I was a guy who was like, no, dude, uh, can't do online. Oh, God. And, of course, COVID and a little bit before that switched that. Yeah. But I do believe, just like you, I do believe that meeting in person, the touch, the feel, the smells... <sighs> Yes. The high fives, the hugs. Yes. Incarnate presence matters as well. We do need to re-envision what gathering looks like today, but yeah. but we need to gather. And I wouldn't give that up. I agree. Uh, not every week. We go every other week, like in three and a, uh, eight months of the year. Maybe we go every other week. Mm-hmm. But often we've done once a month. Yeah, I don't know what yeah. the what the right amount is, especially if you're living life together. That's different. But to intentionally bring community together from different places and spaces, mm-hmm. do that. Just not as frequently as we're used to. Right. Uh, keep the traditions um, that were given up, and so keep old traditions hang on to them but also hold them with an open hand Mm. Um, so example of of keep would be teachings of new testament keep the bible for example um but also no i'm kidding i'm kidding (laughs) (laughs) but filter that through the context of of that early church dna um the marginalized church that can get you into trouble of course yep um if the if the community affirms stuff that isn't like justice is a bad word, I, I keep the movement right now. So it's like a, an iteration of the movement because it's happened before. But yeah. bringing marginalized voices to the center to lead. So I see a bit of that. Um, so keep that attempt, but we also don't really see great examples of that. Um, all that I would keep. I think we need to also keep, and here's my last one, keep your identity, but also keep the whole. So we don't lose our identity in church community or in Christ. We're not called all to be the same. Rather, in our uniqueness and in our gifts, uh, those pieces matter, and they deserve to be kept in the context of community so that we have all these different parts it, it, it's tricky because we haven't been formed as community to figure out what it means to be good community when there are mm-hmm. differences in our midst, when there's diversity. But we're not called yeah. into sameness. We're called into unity, oneness in our diversity. Uh, right. So th- that's what we need to keep, our own identity, but in the identity of, of community as well. That's good. All right. Trash, baby. Trash. Trash uh, it! <laughs> Throw it away. You're no good to us. Um, I think we need to trash patriarchy. Um, I say that tricky. it's tricky because it's like I struggle with trying to figure out how to embody this characteristic in my own church community and to Fair raise enough. up the women who, who, like, what is the right way to, not the right way, but to raise up leaders who are not there yet into that kind of space. Mm-hmm. Um Trash patriarchy in terms of male headship in church community, but not only that, the formation of of the legacy of patriarchy, which shapes and forms the church and how it functions. Trash institutionalism, I'm okay with keeping it because I'm not a guy who's like, oh, you know, it's it's all evil, whatever. Um, I'm outside of it. I don't need it. Yeah, I may come back into it. Who knows? 
but you don't need the affirmation of dad's approval in order to go do good things or be in a community. Um, Trash the notion that big equals legit. Oh my gosh. That your church with only 12 people doesn't count because it's 12 and that's not a church trash that idea i think the reclamation and and the trashing part um for the deconstructed church moving forward is being okay with small and just it's going to be small forever it's going to be 20 people at most and you're all going to venture together you might leave because you hate 19 of them or you don't like them Uh, but then you come back because you realize um oh that would be a good keep keep good people um, yeah. Not that you trash bad people, but everything's well, rooted in people. Yeah, keep right. keep even if there are there are hard moments in community, the ones who will venture through the hard parts together. Keep 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 keep. Uh, okay, back to trash. Trash. What was that institution? Yep. Trash. The notion of big is legit. Uh, trash. Mm-hmm. The old formation that says that. Um, there's a clergy lady divide that if you have te- uh, 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 degrees behind you, your voice matters more. So trash that idea. Uh, bring more people into the center with their experiences. Bring the artists, you know, like how many degrees does that artist have? Ah, just, what was it? <laughs> but they're ministering through their art, through their, yeah. their way that they see the world. Trash that idea. Trash white supremacy which virtually every church tradition outside of uh, Orthodox, East Orthodox traditions, Ethiopian Orthodox, uh, traditional Mm -hmm. black institutional church Mm -hmm. traditions, some um, uh, uh, reclaimed liberation churches in South America, trash Mm -hmm. uh, white supremacy in churches, and that is a lot of trash to deal with. So trash the notion of of white Eurocentric male theology that has shaped and formed all of us to think and believe what we believe. Hallelujah. I don't know what's left after that. That's why we're deconstructing, but but trash those people. Now, here's the thing. You can reclaim parts of that, however, because there's still goodness in the midst. There's still good. Like Everyone wants to quote a Walter Brueggemann or um, uh, everyone's down with Eugene Peterson or N.T. Wright. Like those, those are people who have formed me for sure. sure. Uh, but trash the notion that the white male gaze is right. White is right. right. Yeah. And and everyone else can figure out their themselves in their own ethnicities. <laughs> like let the Chinese church say hey, you Chinese church and the black church, that's black church. But over here we church church, which is really, it's like you white church and white is right. So trash that idea. That's, I mean, I go on. That's a lot of, that was good, baby. Well, thank you. Good, sir. Yeah. Let's loop around and end yeah. our, 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 journey here and okay. in, in belonging uh interrogating all things as the process of deconstructing figuring out what to keep trash and reclaim yeah what does we've talked about unhealthy ways and we can still draw in some unhealthy ways but what does whole health and belonging look like Jeez, we pine dude. for it what does healthy deconstruction look like which, which ultimately, I think, leads to a like. Let's give the listeners a picture of what healthy community, which is sort of the end game, looks like right. too. Like looks the practices like, of go. these things. It's, yes. it's one thing to just talk about the the theory, the knowledge of deconstruction, but what does it tangibly look like in practice, in community, in the healthy way? Healthy deconstruction and also the result Ooh. of healthy community uh uh glimpse us because i don't know if there's full answers there healthy deconstruction i think um there is something about so one thing that i did that was was helpful for me was when i left the church i didn't divorce myself from the church Mm. so i still had a lot of friends who were Hmm. um christians who wanted the same things that I wanted in terms of justice, in terms of like, you know, smashing the patriarchy. But they were like full on Christ followers and, and went to church and led churches and, you know, did all the things. Okay. You know? And so having people like that, because they're not going to be like, oh, I can't believe you left your faith. 
they're going to be like, that's cool, man. That's awesome. Mm. How can I support you? Because mm. they get it, right? <laughs> they, they, they understand the, 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 sort of the concept of what is happening. Um, and I think it's okay to go to church or to not go to church. I did both. And I remember when I first lost my faith, I was like, uh, and I was like, but I, I, I missed the practice of going to church. And so unfortunately I went to like the, the local mega church for like a little while. And then I was like, Ooh, yeah, no, I'm out. And I stayed out for a while hmm. and I needed that. I needed to sort of just be there and I was there with no judgment. No, you know, nothing. Just kind of like, I'm going to be here. Even though I don't agree with the songs that we're singing, I don't agree with the the teaching right now. I don't agree with anything. I hate being here. Um, and it was good to be with people, but also it was brutal. And I was like, okay, I can't do this anymore for my own health. I think it's okay to do that. I think it's okay to, either way. Um, it's okay to ignore it all. Totally fine. Because um, when I did, it was great and wonderful. I loved having my Sundays back. Hallelujah, praise Jesus. Hmm. Having my Sundays. And your glorious. Saturday nights. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was great. It was great for me, great for the family. It was amazing. But I think above all else, there is something about deconstructing that people, there's an assumption like that, well, one day you're going to come back around. Mm. I think in theory, that's the whole point, right? Oh, that's that's, that's kind of... That's the idea, but you don't have to. Well, you don't have to. Do you mean, I mean that, that's the idea? Like you want to come back around to the, what the old thing? Rah, no, not the old thing. To some sort of new version of the old thing. So you're not like, coming around to anything, right? And so, but, that, but that's what some people like. They think that's what deconstruction mm-hmm. is. It's kind of like that's a good. No, word. I'm going to break this down to build it back up or to build something up that's, in its place. I've heard this. Uh, uh, that's right? someone just shared this idea that they went to the church they've been part of for 20 years. They talked to the lead pastor and like, Oh, you know what? Yeah. You need to go. Um, you need to go and, and figure yourself out with the, with the lens of didn't say it like this, but you'll be back someday. And no, that's not what deconstruction is. <laughs> <laughs> or sorry, at least in my opinion, I don't think it has anything to do with like, with like, you know, coming back to church, building a new outlook on Christianity. No, no, man. Cause it's so much more than just, usually when you're deconstructing, in my opinion, it's not just about the faith. It's mm. a thousand yeah, layers yeah, yeah. beyond yeah. that, right? It's like it's everything, it's purity culture. So it's right. Ooh, yeah, yeah, we didn't even talk about purity culture. Right? Was that in that trash list? What do you mean it was in no. your keep list? What? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah, we forgot about that one. Yeah, I totally forgot about that one. But yeah, so for me, I'm like, no. The idea is not to come back. The idea is just kind of work through this stuff until you feel like Mm. you are ready to, I don't know, to investigate something else. Or Um, even you are in the process of deconstructing, but in safe places where you are venturing with like minds. Oh, that'd be amazing. And you may not leave to a new thing you may be reclaiming with friends an old thing right. Right. <laughs> i'm making this up as we go oh, oh i'm trying to great. process this that for me is, is like um that would be the perfect way to deconstruct hmm. do you know what i mean like that would be for me yeah, yeah, personally yeah, yeah. that would be the goal deconstruct with friends don't go at it alone oh my god hey put right. that on a sweater Oh my gosh. Deconstruct right? with friends. With friends. Let me write that down. When I did it, there was no one going, through, like later down my process, near, near the end of my process, there was tons. But like when I started, there was no one going through it. And I was like, oh, I'm doing this alone. And that sucked. That was bad for my mental health too. It was oh, like, yeah. it, was, it, was, it was a horrible experience. Don't travel alone on that. Jeez. Man, that's, that's hard, man. Yeah. Do you think that you can do a process of deconstruction is it healthy then to stay in the community that you've been formed perhaps grew up in is it even 
possible to do so? I don't know if it's possible. I mean, that would be, imagine a community that would hold you with so much grace and love that they would say, we got you. Whatever you're going through, whatever you got, if you got to fight us, if you need to like, like rip us apart, we are here for you fully, completely, holistically for your spiritual, like, could you imagine that? I mean, that would never happen. <laughs> yeah, I was going to like, I, I'm trying and I'm not thinking of any examples. Yeah. Well, um, that would never happen. And that's the only way that I can see someone being able to, in a healthy manner, stay at the church they grew up in. Oh my God. I don't know if you could, because eventually you would be, fa- like, that That would eventually, and this is why we can't think of any examples, yeah. eventually, let's say if it was a matter of white supremacy, racism, oh, it yeah. sounds too much like an all lives matter, two sides kind of way. Oh, eventually, yeah. Yeah. push will come right. to shove, and you're going right. to have to go. Yeah. But then... And, and and when that happens, let's, you alluded to this, admit that part of the process of deconstruction is walking into a pile of grief and loss. Right. Right. That's why you should go at it with friends. But yeah. also, I think that opens the door that a healthy way of deconstructing is that not only confronting um, hurt, but uh, finding help... And so therapy around how to handle the grief and the loss is attributed with this work. Right. And now it's like, well, we're going to find the money for that. <laughs> but it's like, it's a real thing, just as a way to acknowledge that there's the grief and the loss that's attributed with that's right. deconstruction. You might need help. Yeah. yeah. Deconstruction is scary. Oh, it Bring is. a friend. Oh my god! It's like the dark. Dude. Oh, it's so painful. Well, it's painful, yeah. All right. Uh, there was an, there was another part to that. There was uh there was another part to this whole thing. I forgot what it was now. Oh, what is what does it look like? Community look like? Uh, what is? Yeah, yeah. Do you, okay, so let's uh, let me preface that then. Healthy and unhealthy ways of deconstructing. You can walk around being hurt and not dealing with those things. L- now linger, give us a glimpse, and full disclosure, no community embodies this perfectly or wholly. What does healthy community look like? That deconstructed community, like after the fact, if we're not turning all the way around and coming back into the old thing, what mm. does the reclaimed thing look like? I think there would need to be some kind of like they are doing the work of justice and love and mercy within their context and also nationally if they if they can if there's a way to do that so they are um they're trying to figure out the oh the racism piece and the sexism piece you know they're trying to figure out you know where their power lies and how they can use it wisely for the community they are um, open to people who are actually not even open, but they are like, like they want people who are questioning and who are doubting. I find that people who have those doubts and those questions can really, really help frame or reframe or continue to reframe uh, a, a community or and their practices really, really well. Because they're not coming from a, a biased or a jaded perspective. They're like, this. I don't know about this. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, this shouldn't work. This is unhealthy. This is, they have a really clear perspective. Usually, I think a community that um, is not afraid of honoring the past, but also is not afraid of honoring like the present and the future in terms of like how we do things. Like, like again, I, I'm all about, I love community. I love that practice. I love that ritual. There's also other rituals that we can probably either create for ourselves or, you know what I mean? I think that's, I think that's healthy. I think that's also good for people who are deconstructing because a lot of rituals and a lot of practices are so triggering. And so offering up and creating some new ones, some new spiritual practices and rituals would be really, could be really healing. Um, Cause it's not tied to the old ways. You, you'll probably need them pragmatically those, because right? of yeah. what's tied to and some worth reclaiming, but, Right. Of course, sure. Right. 
what would be do you have like an idea of, of what that practice might look like? I mean, you, you've, you've suggested in communion. Um, are there other ones that you have engaged in, found life-giving? In my previous church, I would um, actually take scripture and, and chop it up and create like responsive prayers out of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started doing that again. And I find that that's, and I would like, kind of, you know, creatively rewrite them a little bit. You know, just a yeah, little bit. For sure. Yeah. You know, yeah. I do that. Yeah, right. I think that has been really, really just talking to people, that's been really, really healthy. Especially those who are kinda like mm-hmm. they don't want to read another freaking psalm again. But actually like <laughs> the freaking psalms. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I think kinda like like changing it up mm-hmm. in a not that I'm rewriting the scripture, but I am rewriting the scripture and so reframing it in a way that's um, grounded in the now, in, in our context, in our neighborhood, in what's happening in our society, um, while still keeping the truth of like this creator God who is present and wants to see like justice roll down, you mm. know? wants to see that, wants to see us become people of mercy and of grace. Mm. Yeah, things like that, I think, would be cool. And no music at all. (laughs) I mean, especially (laughs) online. Like, I can't imagine how any church does music online right now. I know many are trying. It's just a stilted... It sucks. uh, Yeah, there. You got it. It just sucks, man. And for the record, I'm saying that as someone who's been on both sides. Yeah doing the music yeah. but also like hearing it yeah and and mm. acting being participating in it. I'm like oh god mm. nah just delete that part mm. just just move on <laughs> you know the things of healthy deconstruction that i would like to see is the community that affirms such and and again to use these words we've used a couple of them christ-centered biblical community reclaim the early church which we're serious about but in a certain way and another one, I think, is radical uh, inclusion. When we talk about radical inclusion, we wanted the embodied effect of that. And I've come out of a... I wasn't really in it, but I certainly was credentialed with them. Uh, a evangelical-ish denomination that one of their... MOs is everyone gets to play. It's a notion of radical inclusion, but they brought down a hardline stance on same-sex marriage. So I left. I gave up my my credentials in protest to that because that's not an embodiment of radical inclusion. And it's right. only so long until the problem of the LGBTQ community becomes a problem of the racialized community. Right. One of my next kind of thing. So it's a solidarity piece there. But to say that I think healthy deconstructed community has dealt with some of these fundamental pieces, and one of them is diversity, radical inclusion. Yes, yes, yes. Across racialized lines, which I think, and I'm biased, but I think the data points that that's one of the hardest places of, of diversity to embody in community. We don't have, virtually have no examples. The church should be one, but it's not. The church is a race, it's segregated, racially segregated, still is today. Uh, Read uh, Michael O. Emerson on that. That's right. Radical inclusion, I think, is one. And then another healthy piece is, is, I don't know if you, it it would be really weird to be like, oh, we're the church that's deconstructing. Come to first church of deconstruction. That would be kind of weird. So I think that there are churches, Cypher Church being one, who who are embodying a new reclaimed way. Hmm. Not in not in like everything, but who are making these attempts at the new thing. And as someone who is deconstructing, if you are in that type of community, then you're not in a deconstructing community. You're you're in that community that will support you through your deconstruction because it has gone through that before. That's like, that's the, like, yes. Right? I don't have the full answer. I don't have the book on, on that one of what, what that specifically looks like other than it, it can be many things, um, reflecting many voices. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and some of the core pieces of that Christian ethic we were talking about. But I, I would I would be slow to be like, oh my, and I'm going to contradict myself here, that my small group that is meeting for coffee and, and starting a, the journey of deconstructing by reading the book by so-and-so, um, I think you can call that the deconstructed community or whatever, but I, I'm not sure if that is... Um, an example of the holistic church community uh, on path to reclaim something new. There's something missing there, and I and I know I'm leaving this now on a cliffhanger because I want people to think through, like, well, what does this actually look like in our place and space? Um, and I could be totally wrong there. Uh, maybe that, and I know many people would argue that that is totally an expression of church. We can call it such. Um, but find a place that is embodying some of these practices or all of them. That'd be great. Yeah. And, yeah. and venture with them. Make yeah. the attempt. Yeah. They're out there. That's right. They are. Yeah. They totally are, dude. They're out there. That's, that's the whole yeah. piece that I hope yeah. folks can hear. Yeah. And with the pandemic, the odd thing that has happened is that it's given a lot of folks who would be fragmented otherwise a chance to find kindred spirits uh, yeah. through through. Twitter, Instagram, whatever. Yeah. Now the trick will be to how to find that community in proximity. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Trail off for us, Drew Brown. Wrap us into into all that we have discovered and and <laughs> and shimmy and shaked our way through in this journey of deconstructing. I really value your voice, brother. Thanks so much for being here. Is there anything you want to add to to this journey? I hope a lot of folks uh, listen and get their mom to listen and grandmas yeah. and yeah, 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 yeah. Um, no, I, I got nothing. But I will say this actually: the whole like you're not alone in this, even though you feel alone, is key. Mm. Um, there's time, especially now. Thank God, thankfully, like there's so many. Yeah, um, resources and groups and festivals and, and Instagram accounts, um, and it, right? Like everybody is on this, and there's so many people who are teaching incredible things and yeah. wonderful things and yeah. sharing great ideas and thoughts. Um, dive into that, please. Do not go on this journey. I mean, the fact that you're listening right now probably means that you're already on that journey and that you're not doing this alone. But but for some chance, yet yeah, you are. Yeah. There's so many um, opportunities to connect with people across this vast universe mm. <laughs> of deconstruction. So definitely do that. And look those, yeah. for those voices on the margins. Yeah, specifically they're, they're that. They're coming Yes. Up. They're here. Yes. They're, yes. they're leading. Go yes. give them your money. Give us our money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'd, I'd take the monies. I, I can use some. Uh, what is the... I, I'll be shouting it out in the show notes and so forth. Do we have a another iteration of Advent instrumentals coming this winter? This winter, I'm right now working on um, a series of Advent like like prayers and instrumentals. Yeah, so part three um, like, is that? Yeah, of yeah, hymns of an architect. Be, yeah, 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 yeah. So um, hopefully, if I can get it mm, done, mm, it needs to be mm. done in in two weeks. So if I don't get it done, then it'll be for next year. But <laughs> But um, but yeah, that is the goal. Be on prayers and specifically around justice. These homies need to go and check it out. There's Drew Brown on uh, Drew Brown Music on Instagram. You'll be there mm -hmm. on Twitter. Patreon mm -hmm. is that still rolling? Yeah, yeah surprisingly, yeah. Patreon's still rolling. <laughs> That's arduous. I, I commend oh, you, man. friend. Um, you yeah. are on Spotify, <laughs> of course. Yep. And you can buy all of these albums, Bandcamp. You got it, baby. 